We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. My name is Bart Winkler. This is the Monday, August 14th edition of the show in which I'll talk a little Packers here and then I'll talk some Brewers at the end. But in the middle of the show will be the YouTube show that we did on Friday night. I did do a post-game show Friday night after Packers-Bengals. If you caught some of that, once it gets to that point, you know, maybe we'll just uh, I'll have a new episode for you tomorrow. And uh, if you didn't, stay tuned uh, and, and enjoy it. We had a lot of great stuff. It is maybe maybe some of it's better on video. I think for the video, you do need to see longtime commenter, listener, friend of uh, you know, Tony in Texas's post games or his spaces. Uh, the judge guy from Kansas city, big chiefs fan. He joins us in all chiefs garb, but his audio was awful. So that might be something more for the, uh, the YouTube. If you want to check out the YouTube, if you haven't already, uh, a lot of people have a lot of people commenting on it. I, w- I want to talk about some of those comments, but Dan Shaney, who will be at our tailgate, Dan Shaney, YouTube stream, Dan Shaney, uh, check him out. Insurance needs, homework, auto, and all that. Uh, quick, quick thing about the tailgate. Tailgate's coming up on Wednesday, the twenty third. We're going to be in the Euchre lot. We will be there with reserved, like a six car reserved spot. Uh, I'll bring uh, bags. I'll bring a testy toss. Uh, I do have some beer. I'll bring. Um, I will bring. Q's helping us out with burgers. I think Matt in the Falls is going to grab some some meat. Um, people are asking, what can they bring? If you want to bring like like a six-pack for you, uh, but I am going to hook up with a brewery. I'll have details on that later in the week. Uh, if I'm not bringing any hard liquor. Jerry, I'll respond to you. Jerry sent me a message. I'll get to you on Monday. If you want to bring hard liquor, you can. I'm not bringing honey hard liquor. If I do, the tailgate will get away from me, and I, I don't want that. I want to enjoy this. I want to have a couple. I want to watch the game. I want to be able to go home. So I am going to uh, be somewhat reserved. I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens, but I think that I'm going to have a nice time at the tailgate, and then I'm going to go home and get franked up. Um, again, we say frank instead of fuck in my house. Although we do say fuck a lot, too. Anyway, so that's the tailgate. More details on that. I'll talk more on that on on X, threads, 
and uh, and everything else that made no sense four months ago. The Packers got this victory, and it was it's always fun to see your team win. Now they're going to come home for a couple, but they go on the road to Cincinnati, 36-19. The postgame show that we did was heavy on the quarterbacks. I think that what we saw to Jordan Love was nice. It was good. It wasn't awful, and there was good stuff. I mean, if Jordan Love goes out there and looks terrible, you know, if Jordan Love goes out there and say, I don't know, gets on the field and maybe goes uh, 10 for 20 or 3 for 18 or just dumps off passes to DJ Moore, who runs him in for 62 yards. Uh, you know, there, there was stuff that you could look at in this game from Jordan Love and say, okay, I'm ready to see him in the regular season. We're not, we're not, we're not going out there with a, like a, I, I just, I don't, I don't understand what kind of quarterback people think Jordan Love is going to be. They think he's just some guy they plucked off the street, some guy that played in high school that busted out his knee and five years later, he's, he's coming back. Like they think this guy is not even capable. I, I, I just don't understand the narrative around Jordan Love. It's awful, but he did good to sort of sway that the other way. Nice night, 7-10, 46 yards, good touchdown, a touchdown throw. What you're going to see a lot here is you're going to see Jordan Love make nice throws, and you're going to see Jordan Love score touchdowns, and you're going to see other fan bases react and say, oh, yeah, well, that guy should have done this. You know, that guy uh, should have, uh, that's a that's a third string. You know, they're going to discredit it in every way. Yet, if Rodgers gets a 62-yard completion for a touchdown, that came to benefit off of a free play. No one's like, oh, that guy shouldn't have been off sides. Everyone's like, Rodgers is a genius. You know, I just, I wish that we could just watch Jordan Love. And maybe we are. Maybe I'm I'm picking or going straw man. But I wish we could look at Jordan Love and say, hey, that was good. And for what it was. You know, we don't have to overhype it. Although I did, I think I quote tweeted, that's a Hall of Fame throw right there. But, you know, we'll. We'll get into that. the 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 bulk of the post game show that we did was very high on the quarterbacks. It was high on Jordan Love. There's a little bit of exaggerating, I think I do, in the uh, in the process. Sean Clifford, though, when you're all about Jordan Love, and it's Jordan Love this, Jordan Love that, and then the backup comes in and has a nice night, twenty to twenty six, two picks, but a uh, touchdown, and the picks or whatever. We're we're just not counting these picks. But when you see that this guy they drafted, I believe in the fifth round, comes in and plays well, also, it's like, oh my god, this is this is really funny. People actually thought that we would go from one quarterback to another and then not have any more ever, and instead we've gone from one quarterback to another, and now we might have one quarterback and another. So very early, all that, all those caveats. The big story I think that we didn't touch on enough was this uh, Emmanuel Wilson kid. What a great story for him. He had tweeted, Today marks 14 years of the day my father was taken from me. Today is also my first NFL game. I'm blessed to have the opportunity to play on this day. He then gets in the game in the fourth quarter. And this is why you this is why you watch these games to the end. You know, this is why you watch these games to the end, because there are kids just like this that are trying to do everything they can. And this is again why I keep saying the running back market. Like, they can't all go on strike. They can't all go on strike because there are enough guys like Emmanuel Wilson out there 
that would just chomp at the bit for this opportunity. And I don't know what the future is going to be for him. I don't know if the Packers are like, all right, he had a nice night. I mean, really nice night, six for 111 and two scores. Maybe they give him some more time. Sometimes these guys have these big games in one of the early preseason games, and then they, the, you know, the team that has them says, okay, let's let's maybe uh, let's give him a little more here. Let's let's see what he might have. Let's see what else he can do against some tougher competition. And so he might get he might get the opportunity to do that. He was signed by the Packers. They picked him up back in May. He was with the Broncos as an undrafted free agent for like a weekend back in May. And then they cut him and the Packers brought him in. And you may not have talked much about him or know much about him. I certainly didn't until Friday night. But that th- these are the kind of things like all of a sudden, okay, well, what, what does this guy have? What can he do? Maybe he can make the team. Maybe he can make the practice squad. Maybe another team needs a running back. Maybe Denver's like, what did we do? And they bring him back. But it's it's great to see these kind of stories in the preseason and again, that's why you kind of watch the whole game. So we didn't give enough attention to him in the actual post-game show, which I'll play here in a moment. But uh, he should definitely get a lot of the attention. Got some voicemails to play. Want to read some comments as well. First, happyplacehemp.com. Remember these guys. I don't know if there's like, if you guys all decide to text me at the same time or tweet me or whatever. Because I always like to know when you get the order in and what you guys are ordering. I like to know like what what you guys like. Is it the CBD CBNs that help you sleep? Is it the Delta eights or Delta nines? Are you guys not, are you guys doing some of the non gummy stuff that they have available too for CBD? Uh, whatever it is. The other day I got like three people that sent me screenshots of what they ordered and that's awesome. I just, I it's, it's weird. It's like, I think you guys are on the same like schedule of get your gummies, eat them, chew them, use them. And then seven weeks later, order them again. So when you do order, do let me know. I always like to know what people are getting and what you guys like with the product that they have. Again, you can find all that at happyplacehemp.com. Promo code is BART, 25% off each and every order. Promo code is BART, 25% off every order, every time you ever use it. The promo code is good. They're also located in Muskego on College Court, happyplacehemp.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, 
you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Coming up, you will hear the... Post game show. I'm I'm only gonna like give you the meat of it. So the post game show we did is about 45 minutes. It is on YouTube. The whole thing. I think uh, you know it's a Friday night. It gets a little loopy, and then our guy Tack comes on, and his dogs start barking, and he's basically in his driveway, which is somehow next to a party that's going on in his neighborhood. So I might uh, dip out before all that nonsense happens, and just bring you like the actual parts of us talking. But if you want to see the full thing, you know, if you're a completist, it is available on YouTube. But the post-game episode, I titled it Jordan Love and Sean Clifford, the best one-two punch in the NFL. And I thought I'd get a lot of, like, trolls and, you know, people that found the video on YouTube. Because when you put it on YouTube, you know, people subscribe. And thank you for doing that. Please subscribe if you haven't. But it also, like, other people find it that aren't in this little universe here. And comment a lot of, uh, like, screw the Packers, you're stupid, you're delusional. But I got a lot of people, like, <laughs> kind of going along with with what I was saying. Uh, Clark Bowen, Clifford is already a better pocket passer than Fields. The throw he made the wicks at the end of the half, great throw. The best pass of the game was the roll left and sling. Perfect pass to Toure for, like, 30 yards. Clifford, who everybody panned Goody for taking, proved he can play. Love is for real. He's composed and has command of the offense. He and Musgrave and Reed will own the middle of the field and open it up for Watson and Dobbs. The Rodgers playcock thing made me scream at the TV every game. His ego and drama is in New York. Thank God. This team is talented and energetic. Hope they can mature quickly because they are so young. We could seriously shock the NFL. The roster is there. That was one of my takeaways, big takeaways from the game, which, again, I'll get into, is... This team's going to be more fun. This team's going to be more, I think, fluid. Everything's going to look more fluid. Not like herky-jerky, timeout, stop-start. It's going to be more fluid. You'll see, like, a TV break and then the full drive and then a TV break. It won't be like commercials, a couple plays, Rodgers calls a timeout, end of the quarter, another timeout. You know, there's sometimes, sometimes one Packer drive would have, like, three commercial breaks in it. And I think it's just going to be uh, cleaner. Tom Clifford has done wonder, or Tom Tom Clements has done wonders for Clifford. That's from some of these YouTube handles. I just don't even know like what part of the first name is this. Lekebels, Lekebels. I don't know. Uh, Cam says I think the two most pathetic fan bases are the Bears and the Cowboys. David says most people forget that Clifford beat out Will Levis at Penn State. Um, Connie says maybe the NFL should consider getting their franchise quarterback a la the Green Bay Packers draft and develop for a couple of years. It works. That is something I'm bringing up on CBS Sports Radio. I'm just wondering if, if Jordan Love is 
let's go all the way there. If he's a Hall of Famer, then what? Then how does any franchise not look and say, well, clearly they have the recipe. Now, you need to get your first guy that's good, but then have him sit for three. That's just, this is not, this is not something that can be planned. You're not going to draft these guys in the first round. Rodgers and Love were both first-round picks. Like, the, you're, you're getting a guy that is a good talent that could maybe go start somewhere and have a nice career anyway. It's not like you're taking Sean Clifford's fifth round and developing them for three years. If this is going to work, if the Packers get it to work, you have to take guys in the first round. No other team is going to emulate that. There's not enough patience from either the team or the player, even if they have this proven thing that that works. If this works, and I know I'm talking you know, pie to the sky here, but if this works the way that it worked with Rodgers, I just don't know how you can ever duplicate this. But for the Packers, who are already on this path, yeah, if they know that Jordan Love's got three years left, or like he's 34 or whatever, then you draft you draft that guy, but then that guy has to be like, all right, I guess I'll go sit for three years. And Jordan Love was an interesting person to do that with because maybe he goes in the second round, you know, where the Colts have gotten him, I don't know. I'd like to see that timeline. What would he be like if he was a Colt and started right away? Would they have gotten him? Um, I don't know. So you'd have to get a quarterback that's like, but even Rodgers, he fell. But he could have been number one. It's just that the Niners decided to take Alex Smith, with which Rodgers will tell you about every chance that he gets. But I guess I would, too, if that happened to me. I do want to play a couple voicemails first. Uh, these are Packer-related. This one is from Tyler. And Tyler is a massive Ryan Horvat hater. And I do hope to connect with Horvat this week. I'll have to play him some of this. This is Tyler bashing Ryan Horvat, who uh, we know is a big Aaron Rodgers fan. And Tyler Tyler goes in on Horvat. Here's, here's the Carl's Place voicemail from Tyler. 402-915-2278. 402-915-BART. CarlOfET.com backslash BART. They've got golf simulators. So now we're going to get into some bad weather times. If you're if you're like having the golf season of your life, rocking the four golf merch, promo code Bart. But if you're if you're having like a great golf season, you want to continue it. You know weather around here. Hey, we can't we can't uh, we can't all be going and golfing in thirty degree weather. It's time to get that golf simulator. It is time. It is finally time. Carlovet.com backslash Bart. Here's Tyler. Hey Bart, this is Tyler from Chicago, and I promised you a Horvat rant. So here it is. Um, just of some history, I've been in Chicago for 10 years. I'm from Wisconsin with GWM for 10 years before that. Same age as you are. I had a lot of respect for Horvat over the years. He really has an idea. He can make an argument. He really knows his college football. He can have an opinion. He's changed my mind on many things. But he is insufferable right now. His Curtin Long stuff is so old and played. No one cares about when we drafted Jordan Love. We're literally there to listen about scrimmages, practices, everything. I I think I figured him out. He is every sports Illinois person that is looking for identity over the past 20 years, and Horvat had some sort of connection to Wisconsin. And I know a few of these people, and there's some awesome Packers fans in the Chicago area. But Horvat's changed. Something's changed. 
I don't care about T. Higgins. The idea that you draft T. Higgins over Jordan Love, the odds of that are so small. He was, what, like the third wide receiver of that draft and somehow Horvat randomly knows and has to hate the Packers organization because of it is beyond me. So I figured it out. He is Gary Wolfel the Packers now. He is already has an inside track. He can destroy us from within. And guess who his favorite quarterback right now is? Justin Fields. I think he's a closet Bears fan. I don't think this is going to stop till someone calls him out. And I am exactly the person to do it. Uh, Bart, long-time listener, uh, if you're my favorite person out there, if you're ever at Wilt Northwoods Inn, your tab is on me. Um, yeah, man, uh, keep doing what you're doing. I'll be listening. Bye. The Gary Wolfel of the Packers, uh, that, that, that is harsh. Um, look, I like Justin Fields too. Everything Horvat says about Justin Fields, I say about Justin Fields. That is harsh. I am going to play some of this for Horvat the next time I have him on. And uh, so, Tyler, be prepared for whatever response you're going to get. Um, that is interesting. Look, I, um, I, I'm like. Horvat and I, when Love got drafted, we both hated it. We both thought that there should have been a weapon, somebody because the Packers were right there. So add somebody to help the offense. And I agree to that. They should have done that. They should have done that. And now, like the hater trade, even though they did something that, like, may, like what if Jordan Love works out? Jordan Drafting Jordan Love could still have been a bad pick. Under the circumstances, but now it's up to the Packers to make sure that it works. I guess it's not totally in comparison to the hater trade, so maybe I should edit that part out. But it is, uh, it is. Just, it's. I, I I was with Horvat, and I agree. It's just as as we branched out on our timeline, I decided to while still acknowledging my thoughts and feelings and how I didn't like the pick and the strategy of the pick, and we just talked about this a little bit ago that. Maybe this is the strategy they should take. I'm now totally rooting for Jordan Love. Totally want him to win. Which Horvat wants the Packers to win too. But I think he also wants to see Rodgers succeed. To to then further prove to the Packers they should have taken. And I don't care about that anymore. I mean, I, I still meant what I said. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not all of a sudden saying, oh, that was a great pick. I hated the pick. I hated the whole thought process of the pick but I'm totally in on Jordan Love and I'm totally out on Rodgers I want him to be bad I want him to fail I want the Jets to be miserable I want the Jets who have been the Jets and the Bears both of these teams acting like they've already met in the Super Bowl I don't know where I mean the Jets the Jets have had but they, they've had 30 years of 40 50 years of bad play too but now they've got like a quarterback I get it the Bears think they have their quarterback but I don't know what else I don't know. The the supreme amount of overconfidence in Chicago is baffling to me. It's wild. Another voicemail here. This one is from Dan in Oak Creek. He was picking up on our running back conversation. Hey, Bart. It's me, Dan from Oak Creek. I haven't called in a while. Hope you're doing well. Hope the PF is, is all right. Hey, uh, just wanting to uh, time off of Matt in the Falls. 
I think Adrian Peterson should definitely be his, his number should be retired for sure. I don't know why Nikhil Harry is going to get his number. That's ridiculous. Anyways, uh, I know you, you said to name other running backs that I was thinking of while listening to that voicemail. Walter Payton's one, of course. Emmitt Smith's another. LaDainian Tomlinson could be one, of course, too. But I was actually thinking about the Packers' uh, running back history with Jim Taylor, Paul Hornig, uh, Amon Green, uh, Aaron Jones, of course. Sam Congato, big name. Uh, but I want to hear your thoughts about Aaron Jones this year and A.J. Dillon, I guess, the, the, the running back uh, duo that we have. And, and hear your thoughts of, like, how their impact is going to be in this offense, you know, with Jordan Love coming in. Is there going to be a lot of checkdowns, more running the ball, um, especially if Jordan Love, you know, we see early on in week one if he's, Struggling a little bit, you know, can Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon uh, power through and, um, you know, really uh, really perform well and help us out here because, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of wavering with how Jordan Love is going to do this year. But hopefully hopefully, hopefully everything turns out well for us. Uh, but, yeah, I just want to hear your thoughts on that and the offense and, and Green Bay and uh, just how Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon will have a part here. As always, thanks for the voicemail. Um, yeah, Dylan and Jones. I'm interested to see. I have no idea how they're gonna like balance those two. I think Aaron Jones. I don't think that he's had the kind of year that he has deserved to have. I don't think he's unlocked his true potential. But in that case, I say that sometimes about guys like Dak Prescott. I think there's a better version of Dak Prescott than we've gotten in the NFL. With Air, but I think that he's holding himself back. With Aaron Jones, I think there's a better version of him, but I think the Packers have maybe held him back by limiting touches, so to speak. Um, I mean, the guy averages five yards a carry in his career because they don't give him the ball a lot. He had 120, uh, one, you know, 1,100 yards. Last year, only two touchdowns as a running back. He did have 59 catches. So Aaron Jones last year, 1,100 yards rushing, two touchdowns, 60 catches, 400 yards receiving, five touchdowns. I feel like there's more. I feel like there's more room there. Like Jones could be a 1,400 yard rusher with 80 catches and like 12 touchdowns total if they really used him. I like Dylan as the complimentary back. I, I I would rather see, and we'll see how this works out, and maybe our guy Emmanuel Wilson gets in there, but I would rather see Aaron Jones be the primary and Jones the complimentary instead of them being like a 1-2, like 1A and 1B. And sometimes there's games where it gets away where it seems like there's games where if you watch, I'm kind of startled that those were his stats because there's games where you watch where it seems like A.J. Dillon is the starter. And Jones is the, like, scat back or the the change of pace guy. I just want more Jones. But in this offense, again, I think we're going to see, like, everybody's going to end up, every running back's going to have 800 yards. Every receiver is going to have 50 catches for 750 yards. I think it's going to be as spread out as an offense as as we may ever see. So, I don't know. I I, I want more Aaron Jones, always. I've, I always want more Aaron Jones. I can never get enough. Aaron Jones that will not that will not be possible.
Um, we're going to get to the post-game show. Again, you'll hear some different voices. Fun Friday night edition that's also on YouTube. I did just start also over the weekend a survivor pool for the NFL. So there's this website, Splash Sports. They, uh, If you've ever done Run Your Pool, it's like the same kind of people. And they're doing a website um, with different contests. So they're just it's kind of it's kind of fresh, it's kind of new, and there's going to be weekly contests that we can do if you guys want to do weekly pickums. But right now, I just I want to get people into my survivor pool. So I started a survivor pool again. First game's about a month away, but we're going to do a twenty dollar entry. So you donate or donate. Hopefully, hopefully for you, it's not donate. You put your twenty bucks in, and then right now it says the prize pool is eighteen hundred. That's if everybody fills up the slots. And if everybody fills up the slots, we'll have more slots. But if there's like 12 people in for 20 bucks, the winner's not going to get $1,800. Just just so if, if that if that math catches your eye. But we're doing a $20 entry. Don't give me the money. It goes to the website. It's, it's a site that sets it all up so that I don't have to do it. But I'm essentially running a survivor pool with Splash Sports. You can check that out. I'll put that on Twitter and some of the other stuff, too. I got a lot of catching up to do. This week for not having a, a real job. I have like no, I don't know. I'm very, I'm, I had a very busy weekend. I did two games at the Steve. I did a couple of CBS shifts. I, my wife did much of the throwing, but we had a kid's party at our house. 10 kids running around. We had, we had probably uh, 14, 15 kids at our house for my kid's birthday party. We had one skin knee and two kids got stung by bees. So, so I think it was, I mean, it's just like, I, I mean, I, I, I felt very bad. Uh, next time I hold a party, I think I'm going to make people sign liability waivers. I think I'm going to do. All right. The uh, next portion will be a good chunk of our post game show. If you heard it, we'll talk to you later or there's brewer stuff at the end of this. But other than that, uh, Let's go back in time to the postgame show. Downtown Billy. What's up? You haven't been on one of these, have you? No, I have not. Well, finally, DTB. Yeah, in the in the flesh. I uh I'm behind enemy lines in Minneapolis. Uh and I'm that's where you live? What was that? That's where you live? Yeah, Minneapolis. I'm from Maguanago though. All right. Yeah, I think like I, I mentioned this today. Just when the Packers Vikings rivalry like Simmers down a little bit. It's not, and we're giving respect to the Lions. Here come the Bears. Got to be like, oh, blah, 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 blah. So, uh, were you able to watch much of the game? Yeah, I watched the first three quarters. All right, what did you think? Um, I thought Jordan Love looked awesome. That was one thing I wanted to point out was Andy Herman put out this poll, putting out Jordan Love's stats, and it was, what, uh, 7 for 10, 46 yards, touchdown, 112.9 rating, and how do you grade his performance? And 64% of people voted B because of one bad pass, which I think is asinine. Yeah. Like, he showed up, and that touchdown throw was beautiful. Yeah. No expectations for this guy at all. He's showing up. He's throwing a dime. You know, it is preseason. I don't want to get my hopes up too much. But, damn, he looked awesome. I thought Sean Clifford was super fun. Those picks sucked. But he is a super fun player to watch, especially if it's just for preseason and he's just a backup. I'm happy with that. Um, people are commenting on YouTube, which is great. 
someone asked my dad, my dad's here. Someone asked my dad, what was the last thing I got grounded for? My dad says, there's my dad. We didn't ground our kids. Vicky thought that was more of a punishment for us. Bullshit. You didn't ground us. The, the good thing for my parents was they didn't have to ground us because we didn't go anywhere nor have any friends. There you go. So, so that worked out. I think what's great about love is, and I, I, I want to get to this point before the end of the preseason, because I really don't think I keep saying the league is not prepared for Jordan love to be good. People think Jordan love is going to go out and fall flat on his face in week one. The Packers are not, if Jordan love sucked, he would not be the starter this season. If Jordan loves as much as they want to do a rebuild, they're not going to willingly go into a year. This is the green Bay Packers are talking about on their 104th birthday on Friday, they go out, they, they win this football game, whatever. But I just, I want people to at least understand the concept that Jordan love might be okay. And I think the offense, the offense just looked like, like when we first got Matt LaFleur, Oh, Cal Shanahan offense. Well, what is that? It's one play sets up the next, sets up the next, sets up the next. The middle's open because you did this. This is open because you did that. We saw it on that drive. That's all we've yeah. ever wanted. There was no checkout deep 30-yard throw. There was no throw at a receiver's foot where, oh, shit, that receiver's young. It must have been his fault. Eh, are you sure it wasn't the quarterback? There was none of that. Uh, the one thing that I don't love about that offense is the screens. I'm not crazy about the screens. Hey, Tony. Tony in Texas is joining as well. What's up, Tony? Yeah. Hey, hey, downtown Billy, I love you, but you got to temper your enthusiasm with Jordan Love here. I mean, this wasn't like Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl. I mean, he made some nice throws, missed a big throw, but, you know. Missed a big throw? That was good defense. (laughs) <laughs> yeah well i will say this musgrave looks like a player they got a guy that, that guy's gonna be a player i mean oh charles like that we're not calling timeouts with one second on the play clock you know that was one of the things that pissed me off about rogers the most is running that fucking play clock down to one every time that that drove me crazy it is gonna be so great we don't even realize that it, it did go final 36 19 packers win we're like we're gonna realize there's gonna be so many things that are watching this team that are different. And at one point we're gonna be like, why is it so much more fun watching this team this year? Rogers oh God, I don't wanna again, one game. I don't wanna be all anti Rogers. But it was just like grind. Everything was everything had to be difficult. Everything had to be time out the last second. Everything had to be like, just go out there and play football, right? Can we just have that? Yeah, it, you know what the Packers? What, what what happened with them is the quarter got bi- quarterback got bigger than the team, right? And and, and that's what happened with the Packers and Rodgers. Well, that might got, happen again if Love keeps yeah. playing like this. <laughs> yeah. I saw your tweet. The Packers may have have two. What, what was your tweet exactly? Two quarterbacks. All these people thought we were going to get another one, but we got two, baby. <laughs> John Clifford. Hey, Cliff McGriff. Yeah. Good, good. One, but the biggest thing I got. I'm gonna is, buy an eight jersey. <laughs> Mark but Brunel. then, but then wear it sideways so it looks like infinity, because that's for how long the Packers will have good Hall of Fame quarterback play. It's never ending. 
We are never going to have a bad quarterback again. This is it. This is our destiny. It's a yeah. hell of a franchise that the Packers got. Who's Bart's taking a call. No, no, Canton's calling me. They want to know if I'm free in 2038 for the dual induction of Sean Clifford and Jordan Love. Well, the biggest takeaway for me for this game is I think they got something with these young players, these second-year players and then the rookies. Anyone stand out that you guys saw? I know Dobbs had looked good. Musgrave looked good. Watson. Watson. So this Emmanuel Wilson kid looked good on that 80-yard touchdown. Oh, yeah. yeah. Holy cow. Um, I thought – who else had the touchdown? Uh, Wicks. People liked how Wicks played. He had a nice 47-yard catch. Tyler Davis got stretchered out or carted off. My One of my hot takes was going to be that I don't think the Packers are going to keep all four of those tight ends and that DeGuara plays a little more than we thought. Um, I don't, I don't know. So I don't know what the Tyler Davis injury does. Um, I saw it to reference Andy Herman again, cause he's been doing such a good job. I should just stream his show and profit. Uh, Royce Newman, the offensive lineman's playing with like the garbage stringers. So that shows you where he is Oh wow. on the depth chart. Um, the kicker people are, you know, yeah. That's concerning. Carlson missed two extra points. You know, let's go. Let's talk about that really quick. I know we used but to But look at this is going to be a problem. If the Packers yeah. are consistently scoring five touchdowns a game, that's a lot of extra points to ask someone to make. Maybe we just suck at kicking field goals in Cincinnati. Didn't Crosby miss like five there? Yeah, that game was brutal. Downtown Billy, Tony from Texas, Mike from the South Side. Oh, you're Mike tonight. What's up, Mike? Hey, how you doing, Bart? Hey, Mike. What do you think of the game, Mike? I thought it was great. I think there needs to be – got to start having a conversation about if there's four locks for the receiver, are they going to keep five or are they going to keep six? Because you got Wicks, you got Heath. Are both these guys going to make it or are they going to have to try to let one go and then try to hope he can get back to the practice squad? Because they're both looking good. Clifford liked Heath a lot. Kept going back to him. Yeah. Is that the guy that wears 18? Yeah, that's that's the tall cob. Yeah, yeah, that's still freaking me out. But there's two, and, there's and even two seventeen. Carlson wearing seventeen is like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> Looks weird. I know you have to get a game program to watch these games. I don't know who the hell everyone is. Um, I do have a bit of breaking news regarding my Brewers tailgate coming up on the twenty third. People are asking what they can bring, and no one needs to bring the mustard. Because I'm here at the radio station and I was putting some stuff in the fridge. And I noticed that every time they have like a hey, let's let's like pretend work isn't prison. Let's have a cookout on Friday. They always bring a new mustard. So there's like five mustards in there. So I'm just I'm just gonna take two of them. Flip those bottles around. No, no free promo. <laughs> Kroger. Bar Wingler show brought to you by Kroger Mustard. Are you a yellow mustard guy or a Dijon guy? You know what? I'll eat any mustard. Yeah. Guys, this is a first-time appearance as well. We already got, oh, coleslaw. Someone has to bring a shitload of coleslaw. Excellent reference. I like that I'm doing a podcast post-game show 
in the building where I got fired from a year ago Wednesday. Hey, that's a, those, those are good hallways right there. Yeah, you would know. Intern. Um, downtown Billy, first timer. Ladies and gentlemen, I never knew this day would come. The judge. The judge? Oh! <laughs> the judge is going full. He's going full screen, baby. What is up? What's, What's up, up Judge? Kingdom? What's up? What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? I'm excited about uh I think I clicked on the wrong chat. This is this is a Packers chat. Well, we no. were just talking about how this is great that you're here. Because we, <laughs> we were just talking we were just talking that we're gonna you look great. If I may, we were just talking that we're gonna be the next Chiefs because Jordan Love is essentially Patrick mm -hmm. Mahomes. That's right. In fact, mm. some say he played better than Patrick Mahomes in that mm -hmm. classic duel. Mm. He yeah. did. Bring that stat line up. Mm -hmm. Did the Chiefs even play tonight? What about that? I think that backup quarterback might be better than Love. I know he's got a couple of picks tonight, but he looked sharp. This is this is what's so great, too. Uh, I just got this from LaFleur's press conference. He said, we're so happy about how our quarterbacks played. We're really just going to pull their jerseys into a bin, and whoever's jersey we pick out will be the starter because we're confident in either of them. Yep. I just heard that too. Yeah. Yeah. He said that. Matt LaFleur said that. He said that to Lance Allen just now. Yeah. He did. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, what do you think, Judge? You guys, I'm on a huge delay, I think. I'm hearing like two conversations at once. I don't know. I well, because you're all the way in Kansas the City. Just as it's good the sombrero. As, as Jordan Love is. He looks sharp tonight. What's that guy's name? Sean, Sean something? Sean Where'd Casey. he come from? What is it? What was he? was a fifth round draft pick. Yeah. I think he looks sharp. He made some plays tonight. So the judge is in a luchador mask. He's got his sombrero on. He's got two heavyweight belts. <laughs> He's got a shirt with an, a bald eagle <laughs> wearing aviators. And the Chiefs, to my understanding, play tomorrow. So, does so this, you, just, you sleeping in this or what? We play Sunday at noon. Allegedly, it's going to be on the NFL Network. Hopefully, I can see it. Yeah. And Mahomes is playing. Question mark. Yeah, uh, Andy Reid's not afraid to play people in preseason. Yeah, he's got that dog in him, I think. All right, Judge, your audio is a little fucked, so I'm going to let you go. Yeah. Hey, Judge, good seeing you, though. Yeah, it was good to see you. Packers, hey, Judge. I'm going to stick around. Packers Chiefs Super Bowl, let's do it. <laughs> you going to stick around? <laughs> I was just going to kick you out. He's not leaving. He's not leaving. <laughs> yeah, I'm hanging out. All right, well, I'm going to mute you. <laughs> All right. Hey, can the judge break down the Packer offensive line? <laughs> I don't know what. He's breaking down tables and chairs. <laughs> what a maniac. <laughs> I like it. I thought that was that guy that was like, 
that Chiefs fan that was robbing banks and was like on the run. It was on America's Most Wanted. Oh well, yeah, he him. got arrested, so they need someone to fill in. It's gonna be this guy. Yeah. Now he's just hanging out. How did? Uh, let me get to the red shed. You want to get on? Your nose is broken. This guy's all uh, about to do my next round of painkillers for the week. So what the hell happened to you? This guy get a nose job? <laughs> got a nose surgery on Monday. Oh yeah, did you have the deviated septum? Uh, I was a cheerleader in college. I've broken my nose three times from that, and my doctor was finally like, "Let's let's you don't have to live like this. Like we can fix this." And so now here I am. Wow! So this is your your debut. You choose to come on looking like this. <laughs> well. Got to look on something. Hey, I just took this off though. I missed the game. I was out refing my first game of the of the fall. So who played tonight? There was a scrimmage out in DeForest. Boy, the DeForest JV team. Let me tell you what. If we need a quarterback, if the Packers need somebody to, they got to look at the DeForest JV team. They were throwing it all over the place. Well, I don't know how much of the game you saw then, because thankfully we don't need a quarterback. In fact, we might have too many. I saw the stats. Looked awesome. And then everybody's, well, he missed one open throw to a tight end. And everyone's like, well, he missed an open throw. I'm <laughs> like, I can see the stats. You know what, though? It's fine. like it's like when uh, you used to cheat on test and get the – you can't you can't put in 100. Like, you got to get, like, a 95. You can't, like, right. clearly show that you're better than everybody. You got to dial it down a little bit. How about John Kuhn just straight up saying, this is the biggest, fastest Packer team he's ever seen? That dude's seen a lot of teams. That's what he said, huh? Yeah, I was watching the TV broadcast. He goes, these guys are just bigger and faster at every level. Doesn't matter if we're talking first string, third string. They're all just big and fast. Hey, Red Shed. One guy he also st- said, I don't want to work with Brian Butch anymore. So they moved. Oh, smart move. Hey, I was going to say Barton Red Shed. Van Ness, we didn't mention him. He, he showed some burst. Uh, he took it off my tongue. He's a monster. Mm. What do you expect? Valentine looks pretty good, too. Yeah, that's another guy. Seventh-round draft pick. Mm-hmm. Now, there were some injuries. Oh, I mentioned shit. Tyler Davis. Did Valentine come back in? He was hurt. I don't think he ever came back. Uh, Luke Tenuta got carted off. Caleb Jones, big CJ, hurt his ankle. <laughs> And Tyler Goodson hurt his shoulder. Look, I mean, if that's the if those are the names that are on injury report, you got to still like as a fan feel good. Obviously, you feel for the guys, but like, I didn't hear any offensive lineman that I've heard of, so I'm happy. What would be like? What What are some things that we that we think on Monday that we didn't think on Friday before before the game? I think we think we're very we're happy with the quarterback play. We're, we're, we're feeling good. And I think that we think that there needs to be some competition for like, you got to at least bring another Sparky's been crazy about this. Bring in another kicker. Just bring one in. They got to bring one in. Well, Hey, Bart on a macro level, I think they can win the North. I think that everyone in the North has the same percentage chance to win it right now. They all have a 25% chance to win. The NFC North and the Big Ten West are just are just primed for an entertaining year. No one knows what's going to happen. Well, Badger's going to the playoffs, but other than that. Wait, Bart, here, hey, I got a question for you. Are the Packers closest 
or closer to being the best team in the NFC or the worst team in the NFC? Oh, they're, well, they're closer to being the best. I agree. I There's don't three good teams, though. Right. If there was ever a year to feel like, because I always say the I, I say this team's floor is like seven, because even Rodgers looked good his first year, but they went six and ten, and their ceilings maybe ten. The NFC could get a wild card team in with eight wins. They could get they could they'll certainly get a wild card team in with nine wins. You 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 fuck around and win eight nine games, like you're playing competitive football in week seventeen, week sixteen. The Packers' floor is higher than the Vikings' floor. Agree. Yeah. If you look uh, at the Vikings last year, how many one score games? I mean, the amount of luck factor you could talk about. Like, if a couple of those go games go the other way, if this defense is worse this year, and if Jordan Addison doesn't pan out. Vikings could suck. But I don't see the Packers falling that far unless Love is just is just trolling us right now. Here's some comments. Tim's Fork Mike says we need more people like the judge in here. <laughs> He's got to get that audio fixed. I just keep uh, cracking up cuz I look over and I see the judge just hanging out. I know, I got that. Vibing. <laughs> I, I just I tried to kick him out. He didn't want to leave. <laughs> it's a protest. Uh, Ken thinks the judge is cone roller without the bag. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be great. <laughs> it's cone roller. Uh, <laughs> Charles says it looks like the judge beat up Redshed for the championship title. <laughs> <laughs> Put you guys together. There we go. Oh, this is too funny. Uh, oh, I don't have a ring. He's got the ring. Yeah, we need to get a ring. Um, let's see. My question for Redshed is: What are these people thinking if they're like looking out and they're seeing their their ref for the night, and he's like got a busted face and yeah. Obscured vision, possibly. Yeah, I got yeah. a lot of questions from the JV kids, uh, and I just said, "Ask your mom." But I, I said <laughs> it one time, sense. and I realized, like, you know, I'm an adult in a in an environment with kids, and I should like behave myself. Full transparency: this is my first time ever being a ref, and I like, you know, you got to remind yourself how to like handle. You know, this isn't the Twitterverse; this is real life. These are like families, like going out for a fish fry at like a chain restaurant and then go into a football scrimmage, like got to relax a little bit. So, so red shed over here has got his, his nose jacked up to the point of, you look like a cartoon and you decide it's going to be the first time on this stream. And as a ref, I've been on this stream before, I think. Way back you, well, then I don't recognize you because your nose. Yep. <laughs> My phone doesn't recognize me. It's a pain in the ass. I gotta enter, I, I gotta I gotta log into my work laptop. I gotta enter my damn password every time. It sucks. Hot take Jake is here with that beautiful background. Chuck Frank. Yes, sir. What'd you think tonight? Well, first things first, you all owe Brian Gutekunst a blowy or at least a handy next time you see him. This dude plays chess when everybody's playing checkers. Like, 
everybody, you know, you, you look at his rookie classes and you want guys to come in and make an impact. And if you're drafting for this year, you are going to be fired. It's only a matter of time. Gute Kunst knows the long-term plan. And here's a little bit of a shocker. He knows more about football than Packers fans do, which is crazy to think. But um, I love what I saw naturally. Um, love looked good. I think he's got obviously some room to grow. Missed a couple, but um, in general, the, the the best pass that he threw was the one that just barely got tipped uh, to Watson. That would have been a touchdown. Um, Clifford looks like he's got some juice there. There's something there that you can work with. So it's nice to see a backup that's not going to be total ass potentially. Um, yeah, this team, I forget who said it just a few minutes ago. They're big, they're strong, they're fast. Um, Van Ness, he looks like he physically uh, flashed a little bit. Uh, I don't expect much from him this year. I think it's going to very much be like Rashawn Gary's rookie year where it's kind of a red shirt. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I love what I saw. It's good stuff. I got tack here too. People are coming in and out. Where are you? In my, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. I have my headphones on, but I'm in my, uh, driveway. What, what are you landing in an airplane? Am I landing an airplane? Yeah. So you look like you're on a tarmac. I wish my driveway was the tarmac. What's up? What'd you think tonight? <laughs> about the Packers? Yeah, well, that's what we're talking about. I didn't watch the fucking Packer game. What the why? Why not? I mean, I don't give a shit about the fucking preseason. It's football. Yeah. Oh, I'm good morning. I got a real hot take. Real juicy hot take. If you like this football, you like the XFL and USFL. It's right. better football. You XFL is better football than preseason football. Oh yeah, I, I don't. I don't give a shit about preseason football. So how do you? What 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 did you do tonight? Uh so what did I do tonight? I played in a golf outing today for the Milwaukee Diaper Mission. Well, well don't make me feel like a dick. Yeah, and then I came home and I took my kids to the pool. We have a a pool in our neighborhood. Hmm. But Tech, don't you want to see the rookies play? They got a whole. Don't you want to know? Don't you want to be in the know when you go to work on Monday and everyone's talking about Sean Clifford and you got no fucking idea? Fucking Tony from Texas in the house, love it. Uh, no, I don't care about the fucking Packers rookies. I don't what? care. Well, that's weird. Why would I care? Like, I'll, I'll care about the fifty-three, uh, in week one. But we're finding out how to get to the fifty-three. No, it doesn't matter if we're so not. You just on... like watching like the the season finale. You don't need to see the whole show. You uh, like watching the last thirty minutes. Hey, the he's the guy. When you go to the concert, he's just staying for the hits. Yeah, he, he skipped right to season eight, Game of Thrones. Yeah, play <laughs> Margarita. Hey, Tech don't concerts. have time to watch no preseason games, but he's got time to sit here and talk to fucking six dudes uh, on a Friday night, just yeah. fucking sitting in front of their computer screen. Talking about the game, he didn't have time Hell yeah. to watch. Hell yeah. Um, that's funny. Uh, I love concerts. I love a band. Uh, uh, but yeah, I don't I don't give a fuck about uh, a preseason Packers football. 
I care about the 53. We're going to fucking smoke the Bears. I already have a bet in place with the Bears, a Bears fan. $69. The Bears are favored. Uh, the Bears are favored three points, I think. <laughs> oh, is that on me? I don't got a dog here. I'm at the radio station. I mean, I'm in the driveway. Now, if I were to tell you this draft class, would you think it's the greatest of all time? Lucas Van Ness, Luke Musgrave, Jaden Reed, Tucker Craft, Colby Wooden, Sean Clifford, Latavian Wicks, Carl Brooks. The only Carrington Valentine. The only thing that ruins this draft is Anders Carlson. Dude hey, sucks. if it's a, if it turns out to be a great draft, will, will Horvat come out and, and apologize? Uh, I think Horvat's gone the way. I'll talk to him next week. But oh, Messi scored tonight. Nice. He's, he's not a Packers fan, by the way. Horvat's got to be conflicted. Horvat's gone the way where he's gone so far that you just have to keep going. Yeah, it's like you it's can't like, U-turn. Sign of the times. I think we got to relax on the kicker. By the way. On the kicker? You're like first game. He actually. Wait, 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 what is? Who's talking? This is Red Shed. No, like oh, who are those other voices? Is that that's you? Probably, that's probably on me. I'm sitting in my driveway and there are people walking around. Yeah, they're like loud, they're like really big. Yeah, they got good acoustics. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first game, dude looked good. First three kicks, missed the last two. I want to see his next one. We'll know. We'll know by the end of the next game. All if right, he misses great. another one, I'm out. But for now. It's a rookie. They got to bring someone to this year. They cannot go into the regular season with him as their kicker. Yeah, they have to have someone else. He can be on the practice squad. He cannot be their kicker this year. It was Crosby officially washed up. I didn't think he was. Think there's any scenario they just bring him back week one? I do think there is. Yes, on a vet minimum deal. Hey, there's a judge again. Yeah, judges. But how's that audio judge? Bad. I, guess. I don't know. Is it better now? No. no. I have uh, a feeling that the. Uh, hey, don't give up on me. Don't give up on I me. I never will. You know I won't. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I have a feeling that the kicking position is going to come back to fucking haunt us. What if? Because I keep saying I want, I want week one to be a game between the Bears and the Packers that. Both quarterbacks look good because I don't want the narrative. I don't. You I won't, stop I don't want, that shit, Bart. No, I don't want that whole no. week. No I, I don't want that whole week to be ha ha fuck you field sucks or ha ha fuck suck, you. Love, no, he doesn't. But I don't want that to be a whole week. But what I if what if Bart. what if they lose on a last second field goal from Bart, Anders Bart. Carlson? Bart. Fields He's of the shit. Bears quarterback. Fuck him. He sucks. Like don't. Why do you give a shit about him? He sucks. Field sucks. He's a running back taking snaps. Whoopty shit. Correct. Jay Money says, this is the weirdest shit ever. Can't believe I had to sit through 30 seconds of ads for this. Those 30 seconds equate to about eight cents that I profit so that I can feed my child. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's get back to the podcast. That is uh, from the post-game show, which there's about another 15 minutes of conversation. Dudes being dudes, if you will. But I think this is a good spot to maybe cut it off. As we mentioned, uh, Tyler Davis is out for the year. There's still 15 more minutes on YouTube if you want to go. Hot Take Jake talks about how he lost a friend because of his tweets about the Barbie movie. Real whole thing. It's a whole thing. Uh, Tack continues to just have no idea what's going on in the neighborhood around him. Um, and I, I don't know. I forgot what else we got into. Not, I was at, I was, I taped that in the studio, just like I'm going to do on Saturday night. So Saturday night, I'm back on CBS sports radio, a five hour shift, Ooh, four to nine. So I think some of that actually airs on the fan. I, I think maybe one hour. But I'm up against the Packer game, and I'll be watching the Packers. So I think I might stay in the station to then do a post game again on Saturday night. Because a lot of people, you know, it's great to see people jump in. A lot of people, uh, first-time people or second-time after a long time. So that is great to see. I am sad to announce that I did not watch one pitch or highlight of this Brewers series in Chicago. I'm not, I'm not like at the beginning, I'm not trying to like act cool. Like I didn't see any, I just didn't see any, the, the stuff I had going on this week did not allow for it. Friday night, the brewer, they sweep the white Sox as you would expect. Okay. White Sox are miserable, but Mark Canna with a big double in the 10th, as I'm reading the headline and I'm looking up the box score to remind me what happened on Friday night. Uh, Brewers win, Corbin Burns, not the greatest start. Bullpen does all right. Uh, who else? Caratini Homer. It's like, what am I doing? I just, I wasn't able to watch the game. Friday, I'm doing Packers, doing the CBS thing. Uh, Sunday, kind of the same thing. The games that I were watching, I get one little screen to watch something on. I had football on because we were talking football. And uh, and Saturday, I was, at, I was at the Steve in Madison. So, Brewers... This more close games, seven to six, another extra inning game on Friday, a three-two win on Saturday, and then Sunday was big for those Dan Shaney insurance runs because the White Sox then tacked on a bunch in the ninth inning, but the Brewers got out of there. Freddie Peralta, who I loved, I loved Grant going all in, thinking maybe Freddie could get the no hitter. The recipe did feel right. I agree. Freddie goes six innings, labored a little bit, uh, four hits, three. Walks, struck out six, but Freddie has just been so good. Freddie really has been good. And I just said labored a bit for like an an elite start. 
He got touched up a little bit against the Braves. Outside of that Braves start, six innings, one hit, no earned. Six innings, four hits, no earned. Six innings, three hits, three earned. The 13 strikeouts, seven innings, one hit against the Rockies. And then this start, Freddie is, I mean, this is why if you're thinking playoffs, and I'm just I'm just going to go into the playoffs with a very, like, open mind. Because you have this pitching. That's this. They got to figure out. They can't be stranding all these runners on base. Get a couple more guys to hit. There is a. I always talk about the timelines. There is a timeline where the bites of the apple thing comes true this season. Brewers then. Now. They've got a road trip. A three-city, three-city road trip continues. Chicago does count. But now they're on the West Coast in uh, Los Angeles to play the Dodgers, which are always great games to watch. They'll go Miley, Hauser, and Burns. We get Kershaw on Tuesday. So Burns-Kershaw would have been a nice matchup. Instead, it's uh, Hauser-Kershaw. And then when we go to Texas, we get Woodruff, Peralta again, and then back to Miley. Then we're back at home against the Twins, and lo and behold, that will be the day of the tailgate, Wednesday, August 23rd. Some tickets still available on my Twitter. We're in uh, 10-day forecast mode, so it's going to rain a shitload today, Monday, and I'm looking at the forecast. Tuesday, the night before, we've got, let me get Milwaukee here, because Shorewood, it's always hashtag cooler by the lake. Tuesday's going to be up to 88 degrees. Okay. Just, I don't want any rain. I just, I don't want to, I don't want to plan this tailgate for three months and then have it rain. So we'll find out if God's a Bart Winkler show listener or not. If God's in the Winkler verse or not. The other thing with the Brewers, and maybe I'll talk more about this this week, but there was that article with the Journal Sentinel about how now, you know, Brewers could relocate. Blah, blah, blah. This is why every team should just have a stock sale and be publicly owned, but that's not how it works. I don't think the Brewers are moving. I don't even, I don't even know if I want to entertain that option. I understand that other team, like other cities will want to easily have the Brewers. The stadium, the stadium is not that old. They need repairs. They need maintenance work. I don't want to get into the Brewer Stadium thing. I I, I don't I I just I don't know. It feels like we're gonna go round and round in this where nobody thinks about it. Then there's an article and we're all like, oh shit, we're gonna lose them. Then we'll forget about it again. There's another article and the lease ends in 2030. So yeah, you want to you know, I don't know. I feel like this is more like a 2025 problem than a 2023 problem. Like, or at least an off season problem. We're in the middle of a pennant race here. Can we enjoy the pennant race without thinking if our team might move in seven years because they still use Freon in the air conditioning? Can we do that? Shout out to Michael Bradley, not the soccer star, but the Milwaukee urbanist Twitter man. That's what I'm going to describe him as. Here's what he tweeted about the Brewers Stadium today. There's absolutely no way any Milwaukee politician should go along with a Milwaukee-only funding deal on the stadium. They'd have to be out of their effing minds. The stadium is designed 
to be driven to with as little dollars falling into local hands as possible. Michael, you listening or are we just great minds? This is the bar take. The, it should say Wisconsin on their chest. The Brewers do not care about the Milwaukee economy. Michael continues to say, if you're coming for a game, there's nothing around the stadium. You have to go out of your way to inject any dollars into the local economy. You're just as well staying a 10-minute away, a 10-minute drive away at the Embassy Suites in Brooklyn than a 10-minute drive away downtown. Here's the thing I retweeted. The shtick of the baseball stadium is that you literally go to Festival Foods in Nina, fill up your cooler with beers and sodas, bags of chips and brats, head down to the stadium. It's basically marketed as you don't have to spend time or money in Milwaukee. I, I don't I don't know the counter to that. Now, for our tailgate, we're gonna I mean, we're pumping money into Milwaukee County because we're living in Milwaukee County, most of us. But those that are coming from other places, how much money are you spending in Milwaukee for this game? And, and the money you do spend goes to the Brewers. The Brewers, how the hell have they not figured out? Like, it's one thing to say every team should have a deer district or whatever. But the Brewers thought that they could open TGI Fridays year-round and it'd be a destination so that you could see what the baseball field looks like when there's no grass on it. Hey, we're open year-round. Are you, though? Well, they got X-Golf. Great, I got to go into the state. Like, X-Golf would... X-Golf, I haven't been up there. I guess it's cool to golf when there's a game going on. But if you could have a separate entrance, maybe, that led into it, or a separate building, they need to be more shit to do there. How do the brewers not have, like, a convenience store on their lot where you can buy burgers and brats and buns? How, like, just, 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 just that. Just to start there. How do the brewers not have some sort of of convenience store or a liquor store on their grounds. Is that impossible to do? Maybe they will move. They ain't trying hard enough. Brewers aren't trying hard enough. They're not, they're, they're not, they're, the Brewers are skating by life. There's no motivation in there to be better. This is front, this is not front office talk. This is, this is, this is other front office talk. This is marketing talk. They're relying, they're relying on the things of yesteryear. You know, yeah, you know, it's nice that Corey Hart shows up at Broad House and buys some some beer. That's good. That's good. You you get you just got it's just wasteland of parking spots. God. I love I love 94. Let's expand 94. I love 94, where it's just like drive by and see the things that are used sometimes. You know, the state fair is happening, so it's like, oh, but the rest of the year, it's just a big parking lot in the Halloween Express. Hey, there's Miller Park. Oh, fucking cool. No one's there. It's never open. Oh, but we can go to a restaurant to be named later. The Liney's fucking Steinhouse, whatever the fuck it's called. Goddamn brewers, you fucking get a sweep, and I'm talking about this bullshit. Join us tomorrow. I chat with Ty Dunn about football, and I don't know. I'm all worked up. I had a good weekend, except for the bee stings at my house. I had a good weekend. Too much work, but a good weekend. And here I am bitching about all this bullshit.
I shit you not. I shit you not. I come to CBS, well, Odyssey. I come to the fan studios, and I don't know why it's here, but there is, I'm not even kidding, I should take a picture of it. Sparky must have had him on. I don't know. There is a there is a post-it note in here that has a phone number on it and says Rick Schlesinger, president of baseball operations. I don't know why it's in here. It's it is it's it's in here. I obviously took a picture of it and am going to use it somehow. Maybe I'll ask him if his refrigerator is running, but is this not a sign? I feel like my purpose in life is to help the brewers have better marketing. I feel like that's my purpose in life. <sighs> anyway, I'm just going to watch Loki all day and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's where I'm at in my Marvel rewatch and the brewers can figure out their own shit. We're back tomorrow. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.